the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's a couple minutes after 4. You listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL.com and on the app as well. Thanks for tuning in. Sunny and chilly the deal today, high around 38, low down to 20 tonight with clear skies. Should be sunny both tomorrow and Sunday. Warmer too. 50 the high tomorrow, around 54 for Sunday. Uh, we had the Flyers and Sixers both winning last night, each team winning in overtime. They're both in action tomorrow. Flyers are home against Winnipeg at 1. The Sixers are at Milwaukee at 8.30 uh, tomorrow night. And tomorrow afternoon, the Phillies making their spring training debut. The uh, Detroit Tigers, their opponent, as the games start to count, sort of, preseason. But it's nice to have a competitive game going. And before long, baseball will be here along with warmer weather. Danny, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Tim. How are you doing? Wonderfully. Looking forward to a fine show today. It's our famous Friday show. I know. I have my puns all ready for you. That's excellent. We're going to cap the program off with that. We still have some spots with the uh, buffet deal for our party on Sunday. We're having a China Garden in Willow Grove, noon to 3. No reservations needed. Just stop by. Uh, the buffet is nine ninety five for adults, five ninety five kids 12 and under. You can uh, help yourself as much as you like. Hang out as long as you want. We'll be there again noon to 3. We'll have prizes to hand out. So that's a lot of fun. We'll name some winners uh, this hour. And there's still time. Whether it's tonight or tomorrow, we're going to, uh, I think the contest itself will wrap up. Uh, technically, even Sunday morning you could win. I think we've, we're going to leave that on our site that late. Uh, so you never know. But uh, try your hand at that. You might win a spot at the table or perhaps a table of four buffets. And uh, so that's that. And then, um, and Danny, we're ready for a special guest. Not one, but two. I know. I'm excited. Yes. We have Chip and Dana Brown joining us from the rank game and from life in general. They're more than just the rank game people. How are you guys doing? We are well. How are you doing? doing? Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks for checking in. You guys are, where, what, where are you at today? Are you in New York or? We are in New York okay. uh, at the Javits Center for Toy Fair New York, which is a, you know, kind of a global event. Um, but it's there's certainly retailers and press from around the states and, and around the world, world and, and yeah. certainly manufacturers. Okay. And it's just kind of a, con- I mean, is it, are, are, are like everyday folks wandering through watching or is it more of an in this, you know, industry thing? Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not open to the public. We did the uh, Chicago toy fair a few months ago and that's open to the public. So that's real fun because you have a lot of children coming through and families and everything. Yeah. This one is really industry people, you know, manufacturers, distributors, buyers, press. Okay. Well, the, the rank game is what we wanted to focus on today, and then and I know there's some other related things we could chat about for a moment or two, but start off for a second just sharing you know, the gist of it, how it works. It's interesting also how it came to be, but, but just share the nuts and bolts of it for folks to know what, what the core of it is, is about. 
Sure. Okay, so probably the easiest uh, topic card that helps everybody understand the game is seasons, right? So the way the game works is there's always a topic and then four choices. So we all know there are four seasons. And depending on the time of year and where you live, certain people might prefer summer versus winter. But essentially, you have your favorite, I have my favorite. There's no wrong answer. Uh, and people like to share about themselves and what they like. But you can't win the rank game without scoring points by guessing how other people would vote. So I might say summer, spring, winter, fall. And then you guys would all fill in your guesses of what I would put. I'm the ranker, you're the guessers, and for every line item that lines up, you get a point. Okay. So whoever wins, whoever gets the most points in that round wins, and then you draw the next card, and it might be, you know, like favorite flavors of ice cream, chocolate, milk, strawberry, chocolate chip mint, uh, and so forth, and, and uh, everybody gets a chance to be the ranker, so everybody becomes known, and uh, the banter that happens between the rounds is really the funnest part, because people either learn something new about each other or are surprised by what somebody should have known but didn't. Yes. It's been a lot of fun to see all, everybody, all different types of people play it. I bet. Yeah, Chip and Dana uh, Brown are our guests. They, the game is called The Rank Game, the game about you and your people. And uh, last night I actually took home a version of it. Danny, what, you got like a oh, great. kind of a – a partial version, or we had a link to a version. Yeah, right? and then I cut out the cards for us, and I told you to go home and play it. Yeah, so I just brought it out. <laughs> I got home late last night, and a couple of the kids were around, and they're like, what's this? And so what, what was going to be just one hand, so to speak, turned into four or five. And uh, yeah. It really is addicting, yeah. Yes, yeah. in a good way. And there are different levels, right? So like if you're playing just you and a person, um, and it also depends on how well you know the person or if you don't know them at all, right? There's an icebreaker type. And then there's types right. where you actually kind of know the person and you have insight into what they might be guessing, you know, what they, their answers might be. Right, right. Yeah, and so families use it, friends use it. We've, we've had, like, new dorm roommates use it. Uh, there's a, a college program that uh, is distributing it to incoming freshmen so they can use it as an icebreaker to get to know each other and those kinds of things. People have used it at corporate events, or, you know, and right. things like that. So, you know, it's the whole idea of, like, we're in a ranking society, so everybody kind of, and, and plus the social media society, people are used to kind of putting their best life forward and stuff like that. So I think social media works because people are interested in themselves. But as I said, you can't win the rank game without looking, thing, looking at things from other people's perspectives. So it really, no matter the people group, they just kind of gravitate toward the topic cards that most interest them. And then the human dynamic just kind of kicks in. Yeah. To restate for folks, there's a topic card you begin with, and uh, there's all kinds of things. Like I have one in front of me. It says TV show format. A, buddy sitcom. B, dramatic show. C, family sitcom. D, reality show. So, like, if I'm the ranker, I look at that card, and in my head I'm like, okay, which one do I like the most to the least? And then everybody else who's playing is supposed to guess what they think I think. Right? That's the – Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right. Right. And, you know, people are passionate about different things. So here's, here's a, an example of one, right? So which Star Wars trilogy, you know, rank the, the Star Wars trilogies, one through three, four through six, seven through nine, and the spinoffs, what's your preferred order of those? And depending on when you were born, people had to really emphatic you know, answers. Yes. And uh, so it's kind of fun. And, like, so if you have two different generations playing – it's not as imp- if I want to win the game. It's not important which trilogy I like. It's, it's from playing with a bunch of my kids' friends. I might want to think about their perspective when they were born, which ones they may have seen in the theaters first, and uh, to try to guess those things. So it's just it, it's you know designed to get you out of your own 
perspective and really see the world from through the eyes of different people. And so for that reason, it brings people together, but the competitive element is there. So, you know, it also helps people kind of learn and sharpen their interpersonal skills and tact, things like that. Right. Yeah. One Nadine, of the things yeah. that I love about it, Tim, oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Um, just being a mom, you know, I think um, Chip and I have seen just in this um, time period right now, the draw of technology and technology can be so great and bring people together. Like our daughter is her first year in, in college and we FaceTime all the time. So that's been really fun, but it can also be a distraction from family time and meal time. And so what we love about the rank game is that it really enables us to um, talk more and tech less, right? Everyone puts yeah. their phones around, away. Um, we throw a couple cards on the table at dinner time. And it just opens up a very natural, fun conversation. Or we, we've taken them on trips with us, this um, extended family. Um, we actually even played it on a, a tour bus one time. There were about 16 or 17 of Chip's uh, extended family there. And we were kind of playing the game and yelling out our answers. And then all of a sudden, some of the people in the front of the bus wanted to start playing yeah. the game with us. It was it was just really fun. <laughs> and they started, you know, debating. and, and Well, yeah, then when they jumped in, they, they jumped you know, in. Like, oh, that's not true. Right. This is the right order. Right. Right. So, again, it's like yeah. it gets, it's an easy way, I think, in an era where, you know, when people are uncomfortable with, with new people or even people that they know well, we kind of have to relearn how to communicate with one another right. because everyone's right. so used to just kind of leaning on their phone or, you know, just check that social media feed or whatever. And so as Dana was alluding to earlier, these technologies like social media and telecommunication apps, they're designed to bring us together, but when we're together, they actually pull us apart. And so this game that doesn't require electricity, really the only thing that doesn't come with it is the people, right? right? So you just pick a card, pick, pick whoever you want, work friends, friends at the pub or whatever. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really easy way to start communicating again, where it takes the stigma off of what should we talk about? And, you know, those old things like you were talking about being a mom, when you ask the kid, how was school? Fine. Right. You know, good, <laughs> cool. Right. We play tested it probably over a thousand times before we actually had a product out. Actual game. Right. And we never provided instructions. We always just put the, the, pa- the deck of cards out and a score pad in front of each person, and they intuitively knew what to do. Wow. Because, you know, it tees up that topic, and then the four choices, which, which you know, another thing that's tough about communication is, like, where you start. So when you can curate for somebody just real simple thing that they're comfortable with, uh, just as I said, their human nature kicks in, and then all of a sudden people are, you know, finding those muscles that have atrophied that are yeah. how to intercommunicate with people and how to be relational. And focus on others, right. Chip and Dana Brown, our guest, the Rank Game. We're chatting about the game, about you and your people. You can find out more about it on therankgame.com. We'll keep our chat going. It's our famous Friday show. Just a moment, quick break. Don't forget, also, if you want to jump on WFL.com, go to the contest page, get entered for our China Garden party this coming Sunday at noon till 3. Details right on the contest page, WFIL.com. You're listening to The Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for hanging out today. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 4.15 on The Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL.com. And on the app, application. You're welcome to download that free from WFIL.com. Our famous Friday show rolling along. Don't forget we have our pun segment to cap things off on the back end, but we're glad to be uh, joined this hour by Chip and Dana Brown. They're in New York. The rank game is what we're talking about. The game about you and your people. 
uh, a game that really brings people together, including in an era of folks using their cell phones so much, and, uh, and the ranking really built in a way to draw people together. All the times we play-tested it probably over a thousand times before we actually had a product out. Actual game, right. And we never provided instructions. We always just put the, the, pa- the deck of cards out and a score pad in front of each person, and they intuitively knew what to do. Wow. Because, you know, it tees up that topic, and then the four choices, which, you know, another thing that's tough about communication is, like, where you start. So when you can curate for somebody just real simple thing that they're comfortable with, just as I said, their human nature kicks in, and then all of a sudden people are, you know, finding those muscles that have atrophied that are yeah. how to intercommunicate with people and how to be relational. And focus on others, right. It's Without so the aid of technology or it's so true. some other person or something like that. Chip and Dana Brown are our guests on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. The Rank Game is what we're chatting about today. You can find out more about it, therankgame.com. Uh, Danny, would you put your phone down? Are you listening at all? To- <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh my gosh! I don't even have my phone with me. She's kidding. Uh, like, there is a rank card that says like, wh- which where do you keep your phone? Which pocket? Front left, front right, back left. Isn't that right. something? Oh, that's so, funny. Yeah, we no. acknowledge that we all, you know, we need our phones about as much as we um, need oxygen. Well, right. you know what? When right. I say I, I'm, I'm not really a, a huge fan of phones in, in the sense that I do see how divisive they can be or how they can separate people and not that they're inherently bad. But um, sometimes just to keep it light, but make a point, I'll say, how you doing? How's your phone doing? How are the two of you? Yeah. You know, how, how right. are you guys? How are right. you guys? <laughs> so, yeah, that's great. That's um, great. In, in fact, the, the reason that we made the game, we played it a lot. The, the origin of the game, I invented it because we, we were bored. Like we're yeah, standing in line, standing in line to get into a museum. So that's why it was made. But the reason we turned it into a game after 20 years of playing it like that, the reason we turned it into a physical game like this is just our observation, as you just said, and, and not only us seeing people stuck to their phones, but us seeing and hearing other people very frustrated about that situation. So we wanted to create a tool that was not, that didn't admonish you. That wasn't a push away from the phone. It's a pull towards something else that people really enjoy. And very quickly, the only reason they're touching their phone when they play the rank game is to take pictures and and video clips to send it to social media, which we don't mind them doing, you know? Sure. And and to reiterate for folks just tuning in, uh, Chip and Dana Brown are with us. The game is called The Rank Game. You can find out more about therankgame.com. They're in New York at, I guess, a trade show. Would that be accurate to say it like that? Right. We did, we're, we're kicking right. off the retail distribution. So, you know, we did the Kickstarter, which was funded in, you know, the, the goal was funded in less than 48 hours. So we knew, you know, apart from the, all the play testing, that people were willing to buy something that did, that accomplished this purpose. Yeah. And in the first 65 days since we've had the game available uh, through com, it's already sold into uh, 35 states. Wow. So wow. That's great. The consumer part is really working. And, and yeah. as I said, it, there's a, a partnership we've done with an organization that, that wanted tool like this for schools, for incoming freshmen. Yeah. And then, but this week, starting tomorrow, is the when the Toy Fair kicks off is where we're kicking off distribution through retailers. So someday, hopefully people can go find it at their local retailer. Sure. But in the meantime, they can go to com and learn about it. Well, and, and here's, and just what, something to reiterate, um, you know, for folks again just tuning in the you know there's a there's there's a topic card it has four answers on it whoever's the ranker looks at it and decides in their mind what you know what the uh, four answers are like for classic rock right here which i think is 
maybe one of the early ones. I think you you, you were you were discussing. That's, right. that's the original yeah, that's the question. Original wow, the first card, Danny. <laughs> All right, so Danny, I'm gonna here are the choices. It says Beatles, Led A, Beatles, B, Led Zeppelin, C, Rolling Stones, D, The Who. All right. Okay, so I'm the I'm the uh, ranker. So you have. To, I'm gonna look at this for a second. Say, what are my favorite bands in what order? Yeah. And so A, and B, I have to guess who, who I think your favorite. Right. So band the point. Is. One of the nice parts of this game is you have to step into my world this is not you yeah. giving your opinion compared to mine this is like well, what does tim think yeah so does he like the beatles the most led zeppelin rolling stones or the who and in what order which is part of the fun it's flu just a side point is it's not about like you said like exact right answer or i have to like two and not like two or i have to like all of them or not like all of them mm-hmm. it's just re- related to each other up and down the scale yeah so you might love three and don't like the other one or something like that so all right so go ahead what do you think it is Danny? all right from most favorite to least favorite. Yes. Beatles. Right. Rolling Stones. Right. The Who. Led Zeppelin. So now on that, you are correct on the first two. Okay. Beatles and Rolling Stones are one, two. But Led Zeppelin would be three for me and The Who would be last. So in that case, guys, Chip and Dana, Danny would get two points, right? Because she got A and B right, but the last two she... Exactly. Right. She exactly. Points. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Exactly. And, you know, and this, the thing is, if you weren't doing it in a competitive mode, then just that card with a group of four or five people... They, you know, they try to sort of get passionate about their preferred order. And as you mentioned, sometimes it's what you dislike. So there are a number of cards that are not things that you would necessarily like. One's called Creepy Creatures, right? And so on that are mouse, snake, roach, and spider. And so most people don't like any of those. And so it's in that case, it's not what you like, but it's ranking them yeah. from the thing that you could tolerate the most to tolerate the least. <laughs> Right, right. Which which gives you least angst to most angst. Something, yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. So now, it, one thing that's kind of fun to say about the rules is that you know there, there it's basically a framework, and so um, we did create enough rules that would make it easy for people to play. So if there's ever confusion about whether you're what order to rank them or anything, it's always the ranker's choice. So it just gives that person a chance to become known and do things on their terms, but the other people can only. You know, win the points by guessing their their preferred choices. Yeah, I love the I love the idea, and and because there's really it's it's fluid enough that, uh, like you said, if you're on the competitive side, like I have a sibling who shall remain nameless, who if she, I mean, <clears throat> he or she is behind, she may eat the scorecard. <laughs> She's yeah. actually, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually has crumpled crumpled up and like uh like who was it on Sesame Street that did that. Um, was it was it Oscar the Grouch? Yeah, yeah. Right? so right, yeah, right. Uh, all in good fun, right. of course. However, um, but there are others who are like who care less about winning and losing, and this would also fit their style because you can play that direction as well. But it it has enough structure where you're right. not feeling like exactly. it's so em- like it's so boundaryless. Like I I need some numbers in this game. You know, I I'm more like that. Dandy, do you are you competitive with scores? I can be. Okay, so so that's good for you in that regard. It depends how much I'm caring. Yeah. <laughs> At the depends, moment. Depends on the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's a fluid thing. It's a good thing. Um, Chip and Danny, you have several children, right? Um, we do. We have three. Okay. And so pick one thing. If, if there's something specific or general, if you don't mind. You want us to rank our children? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to guess. No. So, uh, yeah, they're all tied. You're not allowed to say that. My mom would say that. She used right. to say, true. we have right. five kids. She's like, oh, I love each one, each in their own special way. Way to go. And then she whispered right. inside. Well, since we only have three kids and there has to be four choices, it would be you, you, this one, that one, the other, or all of the above. And we right. choose all, all of them. <laughs> but what did they – I'm guessing you had your own little test factory going on in the house for some of these ideas, right? 
Yes. Well, it's, it's been so fun because the kids have really been a part of it in curating the cards and coming up with the topics um, and even uh, just learning how to make the products and grow business and um, yeah. test it. And so it's been really fun that they've shared it with their friends and just learned a lot of um, right. business information, but also interpersonal communication and practicing at that. And they've made up cards, too. And actually, one of our most popular cards was made up by our 16-year-old, who was, I think, 14, when he made up the card called Apocalypse Gear, right? So these are the things you need if the world is ending. And the choices are Bible, car, gun, and radio. Apocalypse Gear. We played that card last night, interestingly enough. Yeah, Bible, car, yeah. gun, radio. And the three of us each answered it. It's, it's, it's interesting. How, would you, how do you guys answer it? Well, I'm going to tell you how he answered it, right? Okay. So, because it, it, it's his card. Uh, some cards are like people, oh, I would have liked winter better. I can't believe you got that wrong. <laughs> but a lot of the cards, people really like to defend the rationale. Right. So that's, that's what happens on this particular card. People, so he said, well, I would, take the, I would have the car because it comes with the radio. I'd listen to Christian radio. <laughs> it was, I get three of them already. <laughs> and then if you don't have a gun, you can always use a car to kind of ram into anything that you need to use a gun to do. That's interesting. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I thought that last night, cause should I make Bible my first answer? Like, is that the right answer? Because there's some of that in these questions, too. Or you look at it like, well. Absolutely. Well, like you're, they're aspirational, right? What? Yeah. What should I do versus how do I live my life? Yeah, yeah. Chip and, Chip and Dana Brown, our guest. We're chatting about the rank game. A quick break. Uh, we'll continue our conversation. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. You can grab more uh, info on our, our chat. Also, a full podcast with this and any other day at WFIL.com right on our homepage. Back in a sec with Chip and Dana Brown uh, from New York today. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 429 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for listening in. As long as we're on the topic of our big party this coming uh, Sunday, why don't we make a couple winners? Let's go into the folk uh, folks who have entered to win a spot at the table. <laughs> All right. Uh, congratulations to Linda in Horsham, Eleanor in Newtown, and Edna in Philadelphia. I think I'm going to add two more. Danny, what do you say? Yes? No? Maybe? Are you indifferent? Are you I say your phone a big again? yes. Oh, okay. Kidding. You big yes. Okay. So let's go for Jessica and Samantha, both in Willow Grove. Well, that'll be convenient because nice. China Garden's in Willow Grove. So it'll be easy for them. Noon till three. Details on that at WFIL.com. We'll send emails out to all those folks who have now won a spot at the table. We'll actually be drawing from among those who win to perhaps increase from one spot to four. And uh, there's still time to enter that at WFIL.com. If you just want to stop by after church or whatever, it's, I mean, very reasonably priced. It's nine ninety five adults, uh, five ninety five kids, 12 and under. Now, if you act, some people, Danny, have asked, what if I act like I'm 12 or under? You know, throw food. Yeah. Uh, have a tantrum. Do you we get the deal? No, you don't get it for five ninety five. Oh. In fact, we double the price if you act. We're a very mature group here, are we not? This program, if anyone's listening for any length of time, they know. Nothing but maturity oozing from this program. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you are. Uh, that's this coming Sunday. Come by when you get a chance. We'll have prizes to hand out, and uh, we're have FIL T-shirts and hats and keychains and other stuff. We have some goodie bags already made up, so we're looking forward to that. 
and basically just being able to hang out together. That I'm really looking forward to this coming Sunday. Again, uh, details on that at WFIL.com. Just click the contest page and you can get yourself all the info that you need in terms of where it is and all that. Uh, forecast for today, clear, low down to 20 uh, for this evening. Sunny tomorrow, though, up to 50. And sunny for Sunday, high of 54. Flyers beat Columbus 4-3 last night. Kevin Hayes is 19th on the year in overtime. Flyers are actually down 3-1 to one near the end of that game and rallied to tie it with about four minutes to go. And then uh, pulled off the win in overtime. They'll hopefully keep that going tomorrow. One o'clock at home against Winnipeg. Sixers also won last night. Also in overtime. One twelve one oh four over Brooklyn. Joel Embiid with 39 points. They're at Milwaukee tomorrow night at 8.30. And the Phillies and Detroit go at it in spring training action. Opening up their seasons tomorrow at one oh five. Our guests this hour on our famous Friday show. And we do have our pun segment to cap things off. Uh, but till then, Chip and Dana Brown joining us with a really fun game called the Rank Game. I was playing this last night with the kids, uh, and just for those just tuning in, the simple idea is you draw a topic card, and on the card there are four choices, and then uh, the ranker, like let's say it's me, I go through, I look at them, like hmm, okay, and I, I I rank the four in the order from you know most preferred to least preferred or whatever. And everybody else is supposed to guess what I'm thinking. And then you score points based upon, uh, you know, when I reveal my answers, then the people who guessed see how well they matched up with what the truth is about me. Uh, So last night I was with a a couple of the kids and we were doing the sweet smells card. And it was a A, bake cookies, B, clean laundry, C, cookout, D, fresh grass. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking through that and – I got all, I got his half wrong, and you would think I would have known my son. I thought he would pick clean laundry first, but that was his right. last one. He says, actually, clean laundry kind of makes me feel a little sick sometimes. I'm like, really? Like Funny. a clean <laughs> smell. And I thought he wouldn't like fresh-cut grass because it could have an allergy or something. Yeah. But I forgot he or played he baseball for Maybe years. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, so to mow it, an aversion to yeah, fresh-cut grass. Who cut it? So. Anyway, it was it spurred. It was funny because the kids also. I don't know if did you guys find this on the side note. Did you guys find when you do it that your kids know know you pretty well, and in the opposite. That at least last night when I played, I got half of theirs right, and they got all of mine right. (laughs) Whether I'm predictable or I like to think consistent, or I need to pay more attention to what they're about. Do you happen to notice any dynamic between kids and adults in terms of who tends to get more right or more intuitive or more in tune? I want to say that the intuitive part, I think, is true of all humankind, right? Everyone kind of knew. Everyone is, we're meant to be together. Like, if you if you read the Genesis story and the creation of Earth, everything is good, 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 good. And the first thing that's not good is when somebody's alone. Right? Yeah. So we're designed to be in community and in relationships. And actually, the front of the box says instant community, just add people. Yeah. And so really, I think, you know, I... If, I can't remember who said if I had more time, I would have, would have written a shorter letter. But we took a lot of time to explore a lot of different dynamics and design choices and things like that to dial back to just the essence of why people exist together. Yeah. And so the gameplay, the look and feel, everything is all designed to do just that. And I think that's why it's succeeding. That people, In fact, there's a game dynamic, which we call, quote, all together that it's an all-together game. I'll let Dana explain that. Okay, sure. Yeah, well, it's just been, yeah, it's just been so fun because our kids range in, 
age from 18 to 11. And uh, like we were mentioning with, with Chip's family, we had quite a wide range of ages uh, just wanting to play. And this, it was the perfect game to all play together because it was transgenerational. You could play it with, um, with all sorts of ages. And, and that's what we really found interesting. No one's left out. You're not waiting for people to take your turn, like in maybe some board games, and you're all participating at the same time and all learning at the same time uh, and all laughing together at the right. same time. So that's what's been really, really fun. So the all-together thing is really means two things. Everyone is playing all at the same time. Nobody is waiting. And it means that spans all demographics. And, and uh, you know, I, I'm thinking of actually some people, some friends of mine who used it where they're both Republican and Democrats people that they used to be a tight friends for like 20 years plus. And then their group kind of split up because of what's going on in politics over the last few years. And hmm. they used the game actually to bring themselves back together and, you know, kind of find common ground. And uh, so that's what it means altogether. Meaning nobody has to wait. It's not like a, one of those games where you're like, hurry up, take your turn. This is getting old. And then also, it's appropriate for anybody, and it can you know, build bridges and bring people together that don't know each other or have known each other and, and just need help kind of reacquainting yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Chip and Dana Brown are our guests. The rank games, what we're talking about today. But, uh, Dana, you had a question, too, because you were reading about some. Yeah. Dana, the rank game is actually the first of what you hope will be, you know, many games for your company, Storyastic. Would you talk about that? Well, uh, I'll start, and then you can yeah. chime in. Sure. Yeah. Um, one of the games that we started with is more of a strategy game, and we decided to use, to do the rank game first because of what I just said, that it really spans. It's for everybody, and it's not just people that would like right. games that are more like chats or something like that. So we do have lots of different things in the pipeline, and we'll be announcing two new games here at Toy Fair in the next few days. Okay. And so uh, if people are interested in that, probably therankgame.com is the easiest way to, to learn about that. We'll We'll be putting some things out in the next few days yeah. about those other games. But they're all, they all serve the purpose of bringing people together. None of them will require electricity or subscriptions Isn't or anything something? like that. All right. these things that take, bring us apart or whatever. You know, and eventually we'll, we'll have books. And actually the rank game uh, was originally conceived after, when we were going to productize it. It was conceived as a game show. So uh, I'm in conversations with media companies, television networks, and, and even telecommunication companies like Verizon to make the rank game like a game show that you don't just watch, but you play along with. Uh, that's cool. So, but I love that's that. why that's kind of the bigger vision because my background is from a you know film and television live event studio, and, right. and same with Dana's it's live theme parks. But we wanted to start with something that could that everybody could learn about, you know, maybe they find it through a friend playing at their house, but they could, you know, for pretty low cost, get it in right away to realize the, uh, well, the yeah. potential of human relationships. And then we'll build on top of that later with these other channels. But we wanted to start, you know, other expressions in media and different things like that. But we wanted to start with a board game that didn't require electricity that could kind of get us back to sort of the campfire being together before there was electricity. And yeah. You know, entertaining each other in a way that's more meaningful and lasting. The more you talk about it, the more I read up about it. Every direction you kind of come from, it just it really does keep pointing back to people amongst each other, with each other, having conversation and learning about each other, and think and, and reinforcing things that are good, like take time to listen to somebody else and think about their world, as opposed to 
anything else really. The, 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 and the fact that you, you could play while you're in a car, you don't have to be sitting at a table where all the pieces are flat or whatever. You know, you could play on a, you could play on a walk for for lack of a better. Someone's holding right. a card, right? So right. One one of the things, real quickly, if I can interject, yeah. um, it was just that uh, you know, from the name of our company called Story Storyastic. So story has been so huge in our um, both of our careers and our, in our lives. So as a Walt Disney Imagineer designer, um, everything we created in the theme parks was based around a story. And then bringing that into um, our company, Storyastic, everybody loves to share your story, share your story with others. And you want to hear stories about other people, and that's how you get to know um, people better. And as a homeschool mom, the way that we've learned so much and and, uh, my kids have learned about the world and different topics and subjects, is three stories. That's what's most engaging, and that's what um, kind of sticks to your brain more. So that's really what we wanted to also behind the rank game is that it really helps people share their stories. You know, so yeah. many different topics have come up because of this. Yeah, and five and years ago, continue that. Five right. years ago, when we kind of conceived that we wanted to build this, we actually started with a what people call a white paper, a position paper that kind of really helped you think through what you were trying to achieve. Uh, and so, you know, on the sort of educational side of it, we had this phrase about learning through narrative play, right? And so uh, eventually we'll have homeschool products and, and things like that hmm. or edutainment. But we felt like you need to earn the right, you know, whose responsibility is it to for somebody to be educated? Is it the, the instructors or the learners? You know, and there's a lot of different schools of thought about whether – unintended, I guess, about whether it's the teacher's responsibility or the learner's responsibility, the student's responsibility. Mm -hmm. And we felt like in an era where there's bright, shiny objects everywhere and we're getting barraged with thousands of uh, advertisements a day and social media things where there's a fear of missing out and everybody else's best life that's not actually real, they're only showing you their best moments, that we felt like we needed to have several different products and services that were just fun. Yeah. Right, and yeah. then because people they don't want to do the work, they want to they want fun, uh, and so we feel like to create a brand that kind of underneath the hood did uh, leverage story and and creativity, but we wanted to do things that were just fun, and then down the road maybe there'll be things that are more specifically about learning and, and topics and and uh, you know English and world history and things like that. Sure. So I, I, Without realizing that you're learning. Yeah, right. Because yeah, yeah. It should be fun. But, yeah. but you know, the Going purpose of it is really like, so I think on the website down at the bottom, it might just say something like, we make things that are about you, your story, uh, and, you know, and your people. So, um, you know, people, they want to be known. They want to be a community. They want to get recognized. And I think a lot of the problems in society are because we've lost some of the ways that we used to do that. Those uh, connections. And so we just want to kind of create easy, fun things that are not, uh, they don't feel okay. like boring or um, compulsory, that are just things that you would lean into and want to do anyway. Yeah. And then you, you have this these little dopamine things kick in, and you, you, you know, people right. you find their little mini, miniature, mini euphoria moments, but uh, they're not about some stupid thing we made up. They're, it's just the thing that we made up that facilitates things that you're, that are important to you in oh, your right. world right. and in the people around you. So I think that's why it's succeeding, not, not because of some genius thing we're doing. We're just trying to 
create, you know, tools and things that are fun for people to interconnect and just do what they're made to do. Chip and Dana Brown, our guests, chatting about The Rank Game. You can find it more online at therankgame.com. Take a quick break, come back and wrap up our chat. We also have our Now That's Punny segment to cap off our program and week with. Back in a moment with more WFIL. Thanks for hanging out today. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. 446 on the Tim DeMoss Show. Thanks for hanging out. Don't forget our listener party this coming Sunday at China Garden in Willow Grove. Looking forward to that a lot. We've made some winners for spots at the buffet, and we're going to make a table of four winners as well over the weekend. We'll email you if you happen to win. I want to congratulate Shirley in Deptford, New Jersey, and Paula and Chalfont, a couple of our most recent winners. We have drawn for a free spot at the table. The, uh, the spots are actually very reasonable. 995 adults, 595 kids, 12 and under. So if you want to stop on by after church, 12, 1230, 1, 130, or anywhere in between, or 2, 230, even that'll be fine. We'll be hanging out. We'll have some prizes. And that hanging out part's very important. We'll just be able to spend time together. So looking forward to that a lot. You can get the details and even enter the Perhaps win a spot at the table at WFIL.com. Click the contest page and you'll see the info and the opportunity to enter if you want to. All right. That's fair enough. I think. Uh, and that's, again, this coming Sunday, noon till 3 over in Willow Grove. It's the Regency Square Shopping Center where there's a Dunkin' on the corner. There's a Staples in there and some other stores and China Gardens on the far end. Hey, so one last thing for you, uh, Chip and, and Dana Brown, our guests. We've been talking about the rank game, and we'll uh, you can get the podcast of this after the program, so you can listen through to understand it better. But um, and you kind of touched on this too a little bit that this is a, a game that's designed to help build relationships, you know, m- amongst humans, really. But also, you have like one of your boutique packs is called the Faith Pack, and I'm just wondering how your faith in the Lord factors into like this game itself and, and all the things that you're doing. Yeah, so um, I think probably the way to answer that is like, you know, I, I was a publisher, a Bible publisher at both Zonovan and Thomas Nelson, which are the two biggest Christian publishing houses. And I also have been, have been a producer at Disney. And, and so I kind of wanted to make something that was both of those things that really had gravitas that was, you know, governed by Christian principles, but yeah. that, that had the Disney appeal in terms of like broad demographic and you know everybody like when you think of disney it doesn't really care whether you're rich or poor or black or white or red or blue state or whatever right um and so we wanted to make something that sort of transcended all those little tribes yeah and but that was run by biblical values so there is a faith pack and and that's very has very specific things that are about the christian faith and sort of the things that come with that like your favorite pew seat and you know where you <laughs> like to do your devotional time and things like that yeah but then if you look at most of the other packs, that's kind of our magic trick, really, is that we're trying to make something that people think, you know, and this is personally what I was trying to do. There's these games like Cards Against Humanity that are really popular, and they don't really do anything for people's life. It's just like mental cotton candy. You know? Yes, right. And so we wanted to do, we wanted to create something that those people would want to go play, but that you know, the secret sauce is that it's driven by biblical principles. So there might be questions about, like, public toilet, cover, cover, <laughs> never, whatever, right? And so... We did that one that last night, pack, too, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, but then there's also cards in that same pack, which is called Risky Business, that are asking you questions about the importance of relationships, right? And so yes. uh, 
it's not meant to be preachy, but, but basically an outreach tool, right? So you yeah. can use it in Sunday school, and, and this has been used in youth groups a lot. Uh, but, you know, interesting enough, by the way, the youth groups and even the soccer moms like right. to play the risky business. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, but it's also, as I said, it's like, you know, it's an outreach tool that you can use. And, and it's actually crew, which used to be called Campus Crusade. Sure. They used the rank game at Winter Conference in, in January. January. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they, they called it low threat level. Yeah. And, um, we were thinking kids would just play it for like three or four rounds, and they just kept playing it and playing it and playing it. And yeah, hours later, stars. right, yeah. yeah. So, so, well, really fun to see. so, yeah, so our faith is huge in it, and, and uh, but we didn't only make it for the people that are in the secret Christian society. You know? Yeah, no, no, definitely <laughs> not. And it's funny you mentioned that because from that Risky Business Pack last night, we did Attractive Assets, and it was A, Body, B, Face, C, Heart, D, Mind. Mm. So yeah. that's is the exact card that's a perfect example right yes but that card didn't start with those four choices okay it did say spiritual and mental and stuff like this and and we dialed it back to something that was more accessible to everybody yeah but you know depend it makes makes you think you, you might be somebody playing the game that just did the, the public bathroom card right and they might be on their fifth or sixth cocktail yeah. and they get that card <laughs> and they might just go well well maybe i should value the heart more than right yeah heart than the face right and Uh, like you said because because there there are some of the cards where it is kind of like well i guess i know what i do value most (laughs) maybe like you said or 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 just the the tug of war maybe you really do value you know so for me uh last night was body face heart mind and the kids guessed correctly the first two for me was danny would you take a guess what my first one would be? The heart. Okay, uh, you're right. Yeah, and what right. about the second one? The mind. The mind. What do you think third was for me? Face. See, that's what my kids said. I said body, <laughs> but not because I think the person's body matters more. Mm-hmm. It was because I was thinking that person's face should not matter oh. so much. Okay. And then, oh, right. And by right. default, then I push yeah, body to third. And then my and kids my are like, guess, oh. My guess is you didn't just move to the next card, right? The group then no, no, right. about why you did it the way you did it. Yeah. Right. right. So it was good. Well, you can, <laughs> so, well, it's great having you on. Hopefully we can have you on again sometime down the road, especially as more of these things become available. But this is, this is fun, and I, I'm already starting to think about ways we could incorporate this you know, on the show every now and again. Mm-hmm. You know? so, yeah, that'd be great. We'd, we'd, happy we'd to, love that. We'd be happy Perfect. to uh, – I, I think you probably have a pack that has like two or three cards from each one, if, if that's the one you – like a digital print and play. Yep. Uh, but we can send you we can send you some decks, and if you want to do like giveaways on the air, we can we can do that with you too. Oh, that'd be fun. We'd love to do that. And you guys have a big thing you got to get ready for, so we'll we'll let you get back to that. But thanks for carving out some time to hang out with us hey, today. Great, great, great talking with you thank all. You really so appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Chip and Dana. Thank you guys thanks, so much. Thanks also for using your gifts uh, on a Christian radio station. Absolutely, That's really, really cool. Our yeah. privilege. You too. God bless you with the work that you're doing there, and enjoy. Keep up the good work. I'm, I'm, all right. Good all right. Bye bye. It's shipping Dana Brown. The rank game is what it's called. The giveaway thing. You like that, Danny, right? You're you're always up for a good prize giveaway. I know. You like to write those letters up. We sign letters and send them out and and mail prizes out almost every day. Yeah, we do. So are you ready to receive some more? All right, we can let's do it. Dish right out. All right. We'll we'll put in a request. We'll think through how we can maybe incorporate that into the show moving forward. But we do have some puns to take care of. Right after this break, 
back in a second as we wrap up the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 4.56 on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. That can mean only one thing, being on a Friday. Time for now. That's punny. Danny, are you ready? The more important question is, are you ready? I was born ready. Nice. All right. What did the beach say as the tide came in? What did the beach say as the tide came in? I don't know. Long time, no see. <laughs> That's so cute. All right. Why did the crab never share? Why did the crab never share? I don't know. Because he's shellfish. Boy, that's bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad that it's good. Yes, I know, I know. All right. On Halloween, what is the most red part of a newspaper? On Halloween, what's the most red part of a newspaper? I don't know. The horror scope. Thank you. Thank you. you. (laughs) What do you get from a pampered cow? What do I get from a pampered cow? I don't know. Spoiled milk. Thank you. They're going to get better, though, right? Oh, they only get worse from here. Okay, great. <laughs> have you ever tried eating a clock? Eating a clock? No, I have not tried to eat a clock. It's really time-consuming, especially if you go for seconds. What would you do with a brain if you had one? <laughs> Love the Three Stooges in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's coming up next. That Did- was Dorothy. Yeah. That was Little House in the whatever. No, that was... Go ahead. One more. At least. Did you hear about the new car racing movie that's coming out? The new car racing movie that's coming out? No, I did not hear about it. It's going to be the fuel good movie of the year. (laughs) Thank you. And one more. Do you have one more? Yeah. All right. Where did Captain Hook buy his hook? Where did Captain Hook buy his hook? I don't know. The secondhand store. We'll give you a plus one on that, Danny. Thank you. Have a great weekend, everyone. Hope to see you at China Guard on Sunday. Jim Maxim, Max 413 Ministries, leads and printouts. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.